Hi, everyone. I'm Barbara Beck, host of Welcome Home on Good Life 45. And you're listening to my good friends, Fritz, Mike, and Tina, right here on God Stories Radio, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement to the world through the power of the Christian testimony. Keep listening for a big blessing from the Lord. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of God Stories Radio. This is session 298, and I'm Fritz. And I'm still waiting on my lovely wife, which should be here shortly. Hopefully, how's everybody doing? I see uh, Jazzy, Robert Herman in the house, Jessica, and Jay, hopefully, is around. Get him on there. Get some chatting going. How's y'all's week been? Mine has been uh, one crazy busy time. I mean, the church had something going every single day. I mean, Good Friday, Monday, Thursday, uh, something on Wednesday, uh, staff meeting. I don't know what it was, but... uh, and our uh, our very own Mac Macanano, Pastor Mac, is getting married tomorrow. Should be a good time. Would you say, Jess, uh, not yet. He will be here shortly. He's finishing up work. Okay. All right. Well, you tell him I inquired about him. Anyway, I'm looking forward to seeing you too, Robert, uh, on the install. I think Greg said uh, maybe first or second week of May, and we're really excited to get that PA in the sanctuary. It's going to be awesome. Anybody do the lesson for this week? I think, uh, well, before we get into that, you know what I want to do? I just want to shout out some countries. I tell you, I haven't done this in a long time. And, you know, God has just blessed our little Bible study, and people are listening from all over the world. And I just want to i want to shout some countries out because they're listening on a regular basis, and I hope that they listen to this and just let them know that we appreciate them. Of course, the United States is overwhelmingly in the lead, uh, but we've got India in second place. We uh, appreciate our brothers and sisters in India, and thank you for listening and supporting God Stories Radio. And next we have New Zealand, and then Canada, and then Germany, my people, Australia, Spain, St. Kitts and Nevis, Singapore, Belgium, United Kingdom, UK, that's uh, Tina's peeps, uh, the Philippines, Guyana, there's uh, Tina's peeps again, Israel, wow, Israel and uh, Chile, Japan, and United Arab Emirates. Wow, what a blessing to have all those countries listening. We really appreciate all of you. Big shout out to all of you. Thank you for listening and praying for us and supporting God Stories Radio. And we hope that uh, you've been blessed by something that we've said on the show, uh, something that God said even better, and maybe one of the testimonies that you identified with. And if that's the case, we would love to hear from you. It's GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or send in your testimony, it's GodStoriesRadioTina at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. That would be awesome. Anybody do the Bible study this week? Uh, Genesis uh, 6 through 9, I think, is what it was. Let me turn there. 
Anybody got anything on their heart that they want to talk about or uh, want to share in the chat? That would be awesome since I'm uh, flying solo right now. My lovely wife usually fills in the holes. One thing I did want to talk about and kind of get your opinion on on this was in you know in chapter six when it talks about the uh, the sons of God saw the daughters of humans were beautiful and they married any of them they chose. The Lord said, "My spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. Their days will be a hundred and twenty years." The Nephilim. I guess that's how you pronounce that. We're on the earth in those days. And also afterward, when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them, they were the heroes of old, men of renown, said they were giants. What do you guys think? Jazz says, uh, interesting. They were nine to 10 feet tall. Anyway, if you want to do this Bible challenge, it's not really a challenge, but a lot of times just don't have accountability partner to help us keep straight. My wife is my accountability partner because she'll ask me, did you do your lesson? Did you do your lesson? And doggone it, I did it this week. And it was a good one. But the challenge is really just to do it. And then if you have a goal to do it before God Stories Radio, then, then you're kind of excited about discussing it. At least I am. Well, 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 look who's here. The queen has just walked in. Jazz said, I was blown away to read that God wanted to rid the earth of humans because it was corrupt. Yeah, I don't think I ever want to deal with with God's wrath in that way, shape, or form. No, thank you. Hello, everybody. Yay! How's it going? Welcome, Tina, to the show. How are you, babe? Doing okay. How are you? I'm great. I've been talking to these wonderful people and, and they've been interjecting and I've got a listener on Mixler. I can't see who you are. If you follow us, I can give you a shout out. You know, we have Jazz on with us, Robert Herman, Jessica Calhoun, and then uh, one other. But welcome awesome. to the show, whoever you are. Welcome, guys. And thanks yeah. for joining us tonight. Yeah, right. So we were just going over... Uh, the Bible study. Okay. A little bit of it. Uh-huh. And I, I was kind of getting some input from everybody said, welcome, Tina. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, awesome. I'm glad you guys got started. Um, sounded like you were on Genesis 8. Yeah, we, Did I just, just wanted to kind of throw it up to the online panel there about what their take was on actually chapter six about the giants and the fallen angels, the Nephilim. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, Jazz said she was um, intrigued that they were nine to 10 feet tall mm -hmm. and that they were potentially fallen angels, but we don't know for sure. That's just kind of what that meant. There was a Hebrew translation and a Jewish translation and they were different. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming they were giants nonetheless, but mm -hmm. they could have been fallen angels. So we were talking about that a little bit. And then uh, the flood, and Noah was 600 years old when <laughs> that flood. Can you believe that? 600. Was he 600 when the flood started? Or yeah. 500? Okay. 600. Okay. Wow. 
I just find that very intriguing. It is. 600 years yeah. old. I mean, these people are having babies at 500 years old. I mean, the Old Testament's amazing. It is, yeah. My goodness. <laughs> well, how was your day? Uh, my day was fine. My day was good. Yeah? Anything notable? Not really. Okay. No further questions. <laughs> so where are you at right now in the study? That's a good question. I really was just bouncing back and forth. Uh, I think I was probably chapter eight when you walked in. Okay. Yeah. Right. So uh, Noah was 600 years old when the floodwaters came on the earth. In the, in the 600th year of Noah's life on the 17th day of the second month, the floodgates opened. What I felt, uh, what I thought was pretty wild was it rained 40 days and 40 nights, but it took 150 days for the water to recede. Mm -hmm. So they were in that, they were in that arc a long time. Yeah, they were. And another thing I never noticed was that God shut the door. Mm -hmm. God sealed the door. God sealed the door. Mm -hmm. I never, I never caught that. Mm -hmm. That's wild. That's cool. I never really spent a lot of time thinking about that, but it is very cool. Um, something that stood out to me from Genesis 8 was that um, the underground waters stopped flowing. I'm like, underground waters? Wow, I never really thought about there being underground waters contributing to the flood. But you figure all the springs and whatever other natural waters would. I know you just figure happen. everything there was was just gushing water. Yeah. It was raining and then it was bubbling up. I never even thought, you know, that it was coming from the ground yeah. up. I, I never thought, thought of that either. And that's probably how it happened so fast. Yeah, absolutely. Jess said it had never rained before the flood. And then Jess said, it was amazing to me how long he built the ark. Yeah. Jess, do you know how long it was? Because I was literally just thinking that question on the drive over here. How long it took him to build the ark? I don't know. Uh, gives the measurements and all that, but I don't. I I didn't see anything uh, pertaining to. Does anybody know that? There's a little bit of a delay before they hear. So yeah, no, absolutely. I, I'll look forward to the answer when you guys um, catch me up on that one. Uh, but another thing that stu stood out to me in, in eight was as long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. And I know you and I talked about this a little bit. But, you know, if anybody wonders if the earth is just, you know, going to be all nothing but scorching heat or nothing but frigid cold, we're told right here. That as long as the earth remains, there'll always be these things. Yeah, and I, I always learn that in the context that where, with sin, there will always be repercussion. Mm -hmm. 
just as there's night and then there's day, you know, even with sin, there'll be repercussion for as long as the, the earth remains. Yeah. I guess Jess is looking it up. Oh, cool. All right. Super cool. All right. I see you got your Biblia there. Yeah, I'm I'm old fashioned. I just I don't know what it is about the pages of the Bible that I like to to rustle them and I don't know. So basically Steve. Genesis eight talks about the flood receding. And so those were a couple of things that we mentioned that stood out to us. Um was there anything else about the receding of the flood that stood out to you? No, just the fact that it, you think on the fact that it it was 40 days and 40 nights, but it really wasn't, you know, it was 150 days after that before they got out of there, before the water receded. And that shows you just how much water there was. Yeah, here in the New Living Translation, it says, you know, the boat came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. Well, Sorry, let me start. Let me back up and start a little earlier. So let's see here. So the flood waters gradually receded from the earth. After 150 days, exactly five months from the time the flood began, the boat came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. Two and a half months later, as the waters continued to go down, other mountain peaks became visible. After another 40 days, Noah opened the window he had made in the boat and released a raven. So he was in that boat for an awful long time, he and his family. Oh, I remained 150 days. Wow. Um, Robert, a 55 to 75 years, is that what, is that how long it took to build the ark? Uh, let's see. It looks like Robert's got some answers down there. Do you see that? Yeah, that's what I was asking him. 55 to 75 years, he said. Yeah. Okay. The water remained. And then uh, the water remained for 150 days. Wow. Yep. It was there for a long time. So that's five, exactly five months from the time the flood began. So that's a long time. Jess says, yes, thank you. There are clues and they believe that is the amount of time. And I think that was probably to Robert's uh, answer there. 55 to 75 years. Well, when you figure how large the ark was, it makes sense, you know, because he didn't have like modern day hauling tools. No. You know, they had to cut the trees down and uh, haul them over to by hand over to the building site. And then he was doing that. You know, I know his sons were helping him, but I mean, talk about a project. Wow. <laughs> That's not a weekday uh, no, weekend and, and, warrior project. Yeah, and think about um, think about how he got laughed at and 
scoffed at and yeah. made fun of. Oh, and Donnie has a comment about the raven. So they sent out the raven and it didn't come back because it was feeding on all the dead bodies. But the dove came back because there was because there was no green branches. Wow, Donnie, I didn't realize that that was the reason why the raven didn't come back. So thank you for that. I appreciate that knowledge. Oh, that's very interesting. That makes a lot of sense, though, because I yeah, did wonder. Does. I did wonder why the raven didn't come back, but it makes total sense now that he says that. Wow. That's a thinker. Yeah. So we all learn a lot of things. You know, oh, my just, gosh. Yes. Just from sharing this time with each other, sharing our information with each other. So one thing I did notice was that it does talk about Noah's age after the flood being 601 years old. Um. <laughs> Yeah, going on, didn't he? Yeah, because he lived like another 350 years after the flood. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, he was 950 years old. So it was um, just interesting to figure that, you know, because I was I was trying to figure out how old he was when the flood began. And then you guys kind of helped me understand that. But. I figured it had to be somewhere between his 500-year mark and his 600-year mark because they mentioned him becoming a father at 500, at the 500-year mark. And then... Um, yeah, it's very. it mentions it in uh, Chapter 7, I think a couple of times. Mm -hmm. But uh, Jazz said 300 cubits with 50 cubits high and 30 cubits. Yeah, and I don't know how big a cubit is, but... You guys even, know how big a cubit is? Even so, I'm sure it's... 510 um, feet long. Wow. wow. Okay. Wow. Well, you... 510 feet. Hmm. Okay. A cubit? Is that what she's saying a cubit is? No, I think she's saying that the ark was uh, 510 feet long. I think it, be, it would have to be longer than that. It would have to be longer than that. Yeah, I think that's what she's saying a cubit is, maybe. Oh, okay. All right. I need to uh, do some more research. All right. So let's see, they're in the boat and after they get out of the boat, they do a sacrifice to the Lord. Yep. Noah built an altar, mm -hmm. taking some of all the clean animals and clean birds. He sacrificed burnt offerings on it to the Lord, smelled the pleasing aroma and said in his heart, never again. Well, I curse the ground because of humans. And that leads me to something that stuck out to me that I wanted to mention. Because you guys recall that when um, Adam sinned, God cursed the ground. Right. And when Cain sinned and killed Abel, God cursed the ground. Truth. And 
you know, he cursed the ground again with the flood, right? Because every living thing ended up dying. Um, but here, God says in Genesis 9, no longer will he curse the ground. And I kept wondering, why is he cursing the ground? And then I realized, well, that was what Adam was made from, was from the ground. From the ground. He was made from, from the earth. Wow. So, you know, that's the reason why the earth was cursed. Three, well, turned out to be three times in this. Yeah. Wow. What do you guys say to that? Love to hear your comments. Uh, thank you for all the comments and helping us with measurements and cubits and Donner and Blitzen. <laughs> oh. Yeah. All right. So that takes us into Genesis 9, right? 9, yeah. Okay. That's God's covenant with Noah, and that's where he talks about. Yep. Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth. Yep. And he also tells us at that time that, you know, everything's been given to us to eat, um, just you know, make sure that the blood of the, the lifeblood of the animal is not still in it, you know, when, when we consume it, but everything's been given to us. Um, and that, uh, all of the animals will look at us, uh, with fear and terror, um, because we have dominion over them. And he also calls out that, uh, if anybody, kills somebody yeah just gonna say that their life is going to be taken from them the same way the same way yeah and same thing if an animal kills somebody uh the animal must be killed so interesting because for so many reasons but i love how he ends that on such a positive note and he says for in the image of god has god made mankind yeah but it it does cause you to reflect back on cain you know when he showed cain grace and he wouldn't kill him and he wouldn't allow anybody else to kill him either yeah so <laughs> jazz says sorry i was using google for that one <laughs> oh no worries jazz we use it all the time <laughs> Yeah, Google translation. Google. <laughs> yeah, cubits. First Google. <laughs> you and your cubits. Oh. oh. All right. So as we go on uh, through chapter nine, of course, he talks about how he's never going to curse the earth again. And he's never going to destroy all life. Um, and the sign of that covenant is ob obviously the rainbow in the clouds. Um, and it, the covenant is not just with us, but it's with us and all the creatures of the earth, which is pretty cool. Nine hundred and fifty years old. Wow. Three hundred and fifty years past the ark experience wow so after all this happens 
you know, later into Genesis 9, we get into the incident about Noah and how he planted a vineyard and, you know, he was beginning to cultivate the ground and so forth. And of course, he planted this vineyard and he ended up getting drunk and then he ended up laying naked inside of his tent. And Ham, who is one of his sons, saw that his father was naked and went outside and told his brothers. It doesn't say anything more than that. That's all the information that we get, at least in the New Living Translation. That's all that I got. But his two brothers, they took a robe and they moved in backwards and covered their father so that they couldn't see him. And they they did it without looking. And there was something about what Ham did that was egregiously wrong. Now, we don't know if it's as simple as it's laid out here. We don't know if there's something further that happened. But I find it incredibly interesting that Noah chooses to curse his first his son, Canaan, who I assume is his firstborn son, rather than curse Ham. And I don't know if anybody else thought that that was... I never caught on to that. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Because it says, when Noah woke up from his stupor, he learned what Ham, his youngest son, had done. Then he cursed Canaan, the son of Ham. May Canaan be cursed. May he be the lowest of servants to his relatives. And then, of course, he goes on to bless his other two sons, um, Japheth and Shem, and says that Canaan will have to be the servant of them. <coughs> so, yeah. And then it closes with how Noah lived another 350 years after the great flood. He lived 950 years and then he died. And that wraps up Genesis 9. Let's see what the chat has to say here. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, Jazz was just commenting about the rainbow. She said, God used the rainbow as a sign of his promise. That's amazing. It is amazing. It really and is. It's a beautiful image. You know, like every time I see a rainbow, I feel happy and I remember God's words. And I think that's exactly what it's meant to do is that every time you see a rainbow, you remember the promise of God to us. Amen. Well, what are we going to, we'll do uh, 10, well, 11. Yeah, we have to do 10 and 11, and then we are done. And basically, I'm just going to say that chapter 10 is really basically all about genealogy to kind of show where the clan ends up in the world. And then um, in Genesis 11, we start finding out about the Tower of Babel and how the people were scattered. Um, so we can go into a little bit about that. But it also, in chapter 11, it goes through genealogy that leads us from Noah's son, Shem, all the way to Abram. So that's when, at the point when Abram and Sarai are introduced into the story. Yeah. So pretty cool. I don't know if you want to talk any about the Tower of Babel. 
uh, I really uh, the the notable in that in that chapter to me was verse eight. So the Lord scattered them from there over all the earth, and they stopped building the city. That is why it was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of the whole world. From there, the Lord scattered them over the face of the whole earth. Yeah, and so it's really cool to understand how we all ended up speaking these different languages across the world and how we ended up in different parts of the world. Because I think most people would tend to congregate near each other and wouldn't just choose to go off remotely by themselves, you know? Maybe groups would go and ex explore and do that, but like not just individuals, you know? So I think it's it's interesting. Let's see, we've got a couple more chats here. I Let's see, Jazz says, I got, never betray your family or you'll be cursed. Oh, okay. So that maybe that's going back to when um, uh, Ham saw Noah. So that's a cool perspective. Never betray your family or you'll be cursed. That's really interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Well, I'm really glad you guys are on this Bible study challenge with us because I know for me, it's really been awesome because like I said, I take the entire week to go over and over and over and over these chapters and see what I get out of them. Because sometimes it takes hearing it multiple times before you really before you really start to sink in with all the pieces, you know. And even though that we've we've done all this and we've really taken it and tried to pull it apart and digest it, I'm sure there's still things that we've managed to miss. Yeah, and I was telling them earlier before you arrived that how we look forward to this. We look forward to God Stories Radio, and they were saying the same thing, which really blessed me. Yeah. You know, I know, uh, I don't know, Donnie, if you, are you working tonight? Most of the time, these people are working and they're listening. Right. And hopefully that we're uh, being a blessing, that you're getting a nugget or two, and it's not boring and stuff like that. And we are going to have special guests. I talked to uh, Chris Tabone, Pastor Chris, mm -hmm. and he's a pastor in a church. And it's down in, down south there, Port St. Lucie or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he's going to be a special guest on, and we're going to uh, start having some guests on the regular. But we are still going to continue to have the little Bible studies, man. I just, uh, Donnie said he just got home 21 minutes in. Wow. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. No, I think it's really nice to be able to go through the Bible with you guys. And, you know, I'm certainly committed to the challenge, and I hope you guys are too. Well, you um, guys are teaching us things uh, in the chat. I mean, we're not Bible scholars. We're just regular folks doing real life, and and we're reading the Bible, and you guys chiming in with, it just helps Yeah, educate absolutely. us. It really, it is a blessing. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you very much. 
Well, for next week's challenge, guys, we're going to challenge you to go from chapters 12 through 15. So we're going to go all the way through 15, the end of 15. Um, and then the weeks thereafter, I think we're probably going to go ahead and tackle five chapters at a time. Yeah, once we get through Genesis, I think we can re. Well, we wouldn't be through Genesis because Genesis has 50 books. Okay. So I think we'll um, we'll bump it up to to five chapters um, and then we'll get through it in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven weeks after after next session. Yeah. And then we'll probably have a special guest in between there mm -hmm. somewhere. Mm hmm. Maybe next week. Uh, next week. No, next week uh, there will be no show next week. Because you'll be gone. Because I will be gone, guys. I'm sorry. So, yeah, there will be no show next week. So, uh, But we will be back the following week, and I think we'll have Pastor Chris or somebody on. Uh, it's going to be exciting either awesome. way. Looks like we got some more in the chat there. Uh Jazz says, I love it. Uh, and Donnie says, I love the Bible study and says study. <laughs> I listen to Bible studies when I'm out working on YouTube. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, we're glad you guys enjoy them. We certainly enjoy them. So, um, you know, let's continue to be iron sharpening iron and make us all better. Well, Robert told me he hasn't forgotten about the 300th episode. Oh. So we are going to do a maybe some kind of a, a Zoom or... Why don't we have Pastor Chris on for episode 300? Yeah, maybe we'll do that because this was 298. So that's 299. There's only two episodes. Yeah. And we'll have some time to plan because we won't have a show next week. Yeah. Um, so that sounds good. All right, Robert. Well, I'll, uh, I'll probably talk to you... Uh, in between now and then, see what we can uh, set up. We can tell Pastor Chris what we've been doing, and maybe he well, wanted yeah. to do a little sermon. Why not? Us. Yeah, in Genesis. And How awesome would that be? Then we can tell you guys what books to read ahead. Awesome. Yeah, I think that would be pretty cool, actually. All right. Well, it's time to take some prayer requests. Do you guys have any prayer requests? I have a... Uh, a praise report because uh, Ray was on last uh -huh. week. Okay. And we prayed for his coworker and he had the the aortic surgery and right. he came out great and he's doing great. Wonderful. He's recovering. Wonderful. Yeah. So uh next time Ray is on, we'll uh have him give a little testimony about that. But uh anybody else got any prayer requests or praise reports? Anything we've been praying about? Uh, any praise reports? That'd be great. Put them in the chat, and we'll uh, we'll shout them out. Absolutely, absolutely. And if you haven't plugged in with God Stories Radio, and you're listening to this podcast um, after the live session, you know, feel free to to like us on Facebook. Uh, feel free to follow us on Mixler and you can join in the live chat. If you follow us on Mixler, we can see who you are or at least what your handle is, your username. Um, and we, you know, we'll give you a shout out just like we're giving all these other folks um, a shout out. Yeah. Um, and if, if you, it's M-I-X-L-R, M-I-X-L-R. 
Yeah. And I'd be more than happy to send you the link if you want to hit us up at godstoriesradio at gmail.com. Yep. Godstoriesradiotina at gmail.com. We can send you the link. You just press it and you'll be right on with us. And then you can just follow us from there. And mm -hmm. it's free. It's a free resource and you can listen live. And it's it's wonderful. We have just like this little community that listens live and we can have Bible studies and share our hearts. I love it. I know. I love I it. And pray for each other. Amen. So, yeah. Really a cool thing. Well, cool. It doesn't look like uh, any prayer requests or anything are coming through, praise reports, anything. Well, we may still get some, but want to uh, close us out in prayer, babe? Yeah, absolutely. Heavenly Father, we just uh, we just come to you and we thank you. We thank you for listening to our prayers, Lord. We thank you for the show, Lord. We thank you for you most of all, Lord, that you desire a relationship with us, Lord. I mean, that just blows my mind in and of itself that the God of the universe wants to be my friend and he wants to have a relationship with me. And I'm lucky. You know, it's like being the popular kid at school. Why would God of the universe want to be my friend? But he does. But he just does. So thank you, Lord. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for loving us enough to save us, Lord. Thank you for your gift, for what you've done for all of us, Lord. Thank you for the relationship, the personal relationship that you would call us friend, Lord, and help us to follow in your footsteps, Lord. Help us to reach others for your name, Lord. Help us to do your work and your will and keep us from sin, Lord. Help us to stay on the path of righteousness. And we know that the path to sin, unfortunately, is very wide and easy to slip into. So we just ask that when we do fall into sin, Lord, that you just re-guide us and just put us right back on the right path again. Help us to do your will and to do it your way, Lord. And we thank you and we praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Jazz, Jessica, Robert, Donnie, and there was about six others. I couldn't see who they were that were on. And um, we just thank you for being with us tonight. And uh, look forward to doing this again in a couple of weeks. Like I said, we won't have a show uh, next week. I'll be out of town. Yep. And Robert, I'd look forward to talking with you about uh, number 300. So it's going to be great. We love you guys. Again, godstoriesradio at gmail.com. If you have a show suggestion, you want to share anything, you have a prayer request, if you want to be a guest, godstoriesradiotina, just add tina at gmail.com because she does a scheduling, the scheduling. <laughs> and uh, either way, we would just love to hear from you. Uh, and then follow us on Facebook, if you would. That'd be great because we post a lot of community things there, prayer requests, things like that. Uh, if the Lord pricks your heart, it's uh, godstoriesradio.com. We have a PayPal button there, and then throw a little change in the jar. Every little bit helps. We appreciate that as well. But most of all, we appreciate the prayers and, and thoughts and 
we just love you guys and we're appreciative of what God is doing. So, well, yep. Well, that about wraps it up for session 298. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. God bless you guys. God bless guys. Love you.